Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's the NFL podcast, and we have an in-studio guest. That's right, <clears throat> joined today by Rob, and uh, me and my co-host are going to uh, do our best to uh, take you guys through the world of American football. Check us out on YouTube, big thank you. If you're also subscribing, that's amazing. Thank you very much. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's video or audio. Uh, if you're liking what we're doing, do subscribe, share and comment, and let us know. Anyway, let's get cracking. So here we go. This is CookieCast. Laces out. Recording in progress. There you go. Recording in progress. The lady will be super loud today because we've uh, we've got a, a change. Uh, for you YouTube watchers, look, it's it's in person podcasting. Something that died many many moons ago, and uh, is now set to make a return for I'm sure many 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 days until they shut the country down again. Anyway. As some of you, long times, long times, that's what they're called now, uh, will know, uh, NFL podcast, we have various fantasy leagues going on, look I'm getting real close, um, and the way, the way that we do the NFL podcast week in week out is we uh, get a big sack find out whoever we're playing against, bundle them in a sack, and drag them onto the podcast. So, uh, for all you audio listeners, I've got my glamorous better half, Mr. Paul Williams, who holds one of the reins. And uh, in studio, Mr. Rob Rafton. Welcome to you, Rob. Thank you for joining us, okay. making the journey across to uh, Cookie Towers to uh, talk NFL football. Seeing as you're here, I'll even let you talk about how you absolutely destroyed me in the uh, in the mini league. It wasn't total destroyal, but yeah, we both left a few points on the bench. I know I had Gronk on the bench, and you had a few of others that outscored it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's not play it down. I left. The point on the bench. Yeah, yeah, it was a good idea to leave Thielen on the bench. No, no, no. How many were talking? I think I, I think I totted up in the region of something like 70 points soon on the bench. Like 70 easy points. Just, just, just cooling their heels on the bench. Versus... <clears throat> Two of my players had a combined score of eight. Could be worse. But we'll come to that shortly. Because, um, you know, when you're losing one fantasy league, you're definitely losing the other one as well. Anyway. Paul, as the... Uh, as the man 
that helps to steer this ship. Where do you want to go first? We've got, ladies and gentlemen, we've got stats. First week of the season where we're rocking the stats. Obviously, we like to keep things fresh, so they're not actual stats. They're a little bit different. So we've got stats from week one. <clears throat> Rob needs to get his name in the book for season-long predictions. We also need to predict the games, upcoming games for the week. Am I forgetting anything? But you've hit all the, point, all the points there. So usually the last couple of weeks, obviously we've done our pre-season show and then our week one uh, preview show. So obviously this is week one roundup slash week two preview show. Absolutely. So as you just mentioned there, uh, guest in studio, Mr. Rob Rafton, uh, has the delight of uh, picking his season-long Super Bowl Super Bowl winner, Super Bowl MVP, and League MVP. So, Mr. Afton, where would you like me to start? We'll go for League MVP. Absolutely. Um, so, if you want, I can give you uh, the people that so far have been picked on the podcast so far. So, Andy has gone for Aaron Rodgers at Green Bay. It's not, it's not a great start. I've gone for Josh Allen. At Buffalo, we continue the great start. Uh, and uh, Stu has gone for Lamar Jackson at Baltimore. So we're all for three. That's okay. Book I, 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 I'll book that trend then. I will go with, I think, who I said probably last year, Patrick Mahomes. He's hopefully going to come back from, we won't mention the Super Bowl. Well... <laughs> I think it's a solid pick. I, I, I can't see a situation where he's not the favourite. They've still got such a strong team still. and He's got so many options and routes. And That's the thing. Obviously, we'll, we'll come to it later on when we discuss last week's, uh, last week's games, but there was a, there was a stat that, that came up that... Uh, in fact, I'll, I'll leave it just on the off chance it comes up in the stats, but... Um, if it doesn't come up, I'll bring it up then. Uh, so, so you've gone for Patrick Mahomes to be the season-long MVP. What are you talking for the Super Bowl matchup? Who's your uh, Who's your NFC team pick? So, for the Super Bowl matchup, I've chose this before the week's games. I was going Green Bay versus Kansas. Interesting. Even though Green Bay up at Lambeau didn't have a very good start, did they? I was watching the highlights the other day and it was like, mm, maybe not. But it's first game of the season. They always have one bad game a season where they get absolutely tonked and they've got it out of the way now. Get it out of the way of the doors, don't you? you wanna... Week one doesn't matter. As I will say many times over the course of this podcast, week one doesn't matter. If you're losing week one, it's basically a freebie, you know. You give your opponent that free, that free, you know, point, the W, whatever you want to call it. And then you move on to week two where you then go on to crush your opponents. It's not happening, is it? 
Well, we'll see. We'll see. So Rob, we've gone for a Packers versus Chiefs Super Bowl. Of those two, who do you reckon is going to pick up the win? Chiefs, I think. Even though I would love Green Bay to finally get there again. It would be nice for uh, Mr. Mr. Rogers to uh, to go out with uh, another Super Bowl. Not to say that he's going to retire after this season. But At this point in time, the likelihood, the likelihood of it being Mr. Rogers, if it is Green Bay... Ah, he's not. He's not going to get benched at any point this season, is he? I mean, he got he got pulled from the game on Sunday. But that wasn't really a benching as much as it was. It was more of a the game was gone. There was no point in, res- in risking him for the rest of the game. So you can understand why they did it. Uh, so Green Bay versus Kansas City. We've gone for the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. And um, do I even need to ask who you'd be picking as the Super Bowl MVP? He's got the season MVP. He's going to get it there. It's Patrick Mahomes. He's gone for PM to do the double. A double, double. Will it come off? If it does, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Get your money on it. Patrick Mahomes, season MVP, Super Bowl MVP, double. You get some odds on it. I was, I was just I was just on uh, Skybet to see what sort of odds you can get for like MVPs and stuff like that. But it's, it's, you can bet on the Super Bowl at this point in time. You can say who you think is going to be the Super Bowl winner. Uh, but that's about it at this point. You can bet on this week's games if you want to. Excellent. Well, that covers us for the, uh, the, the the regular season bets. Not bets, predictions. So, it would just leave us to go on to this week's picks. But obviously, in order to do this week's picks, we need to go through last week's results uh, first. So, of course, it was week one. And therefore, there were 16 games in total every single team played. We got started with the uh, defending Super Bowl champions, the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Cowboys on Thursday Night Football and ended with the Ravens travelling to the desert to take on the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, so 16 points up for total, up for grabs. Uh, there were picks by myself and Andy in our position as podcast hosties, I suppose. And then our guests... We had Stu on the podcast and Mr. Matt Moore uh, was, uh, well, we'll say there in spirit, shall we say. Yeah, we'll, we'll, go with, we'll go with that. He was there in spirit, but he did give some picks. Um, so, like we said, a total of uh, 16, 16 points up for grabs. Um, in joint third place, with nine out of 16 picks correct, it's the two guests this week, ladies and gentlemen. So, Mr. Matt, Mr. Matt Moore and Mr. Stu Womansey get nine of the 16 games correct. Uh, the, some, of the, some, some of the ones that let them down, obviously, they both have the Ravens to beat the Raiders. Um, they both have the Patriots to beat the Dolphins. Um, everyone have the Packers. Everyone have the Falcons. Everyone have the Bills. Um... Yeah, so just the odd ones here and there, just letting them down, really, unfortunately. So they take uh, zero points in joint third place. 
in second place with 10 out of 16 picks correct it is Mr. Andrew Cook which means that starting off the week we start off the season with one point solely in the uh, in the old back skyrocket is Mr. Paul Williams with 12 out of 16 wow. picks correct. Wow. The, uh, the, the games that pushed me over the edge was that I, I had faith in the Desert Boys. I was the only person who picked the Raiders to get the win and they didn't let me down. First game at home, boys, you've got you've got to... You've got to factor in that crowd. It's, it, it makes a difference, and it clearly did last night. Um, yeah, that was that was pretty much the only one that I had different to um, everybody else. And then obviously there was just the the odd 50-50 picks here and there. But yeah, twelve out of sixteen correct for myself. Uh, the only ones that let me down again were the Packers, the Falcons, the Bills, and I stupidly had taken the Jags to get a win. Uh, in uh, Mr. Lawrence's first first game, sadly that did not pay off for me. No, it did not. Something uh, something I wanted to cover early doors. Um, something that often happens round sort of preseason, week one stuff like that is um, I sometimes like see a team playing and I'm like, ooh, I really like the look of this team. This is a team that I'm going to keep an eye on over the course of the season. Obviously, you've got your heavy hitters, you've got your Chiefs, you've got your Buccaneers, you've got your Packers. Saints are always in there. And obviously, for me, Seahawks are always up there. But this team is a team that I think in the off-season, I started getting an idea. I was like, do you know something? There's a lot going on in that area. And uh, unfortunately, he was, he, he was unavailable this evening, although he was asked to join. Uh, Mr. JF, the, the JFG was asked to be here because he would be loving it right now. Uh, my team to watch is the Arizona Cardinals. They looked good. JJ Watt, super, super good fit of that team. Um, I, I, I was, I was enjoying watching the Arizona Cardinals at the weekend. So just. Just wanted to get that out early because otherwise I'll forget and then I'll kick myself afterwards. Like, literally. I'll say what I sometimes say on other podcasts. If you go back and listen to some of the previous podcasts, I think I may have even picked the uh, Cardinals as my outside outside shot for a Super Bowl run, Super Bowl tilt this season. I did temper that with the fact that they're in a very, very, very tough division. Yeah. Um, sure. It, Definitely demonstrated by the fact that each team in the uh, NFC West won on opening day. So that'll soon change. But yeah, there we go. Cardinals one to watch. Um, so obviously we've done the uh, the predictions from week one. So shall we uh, hear some uh, starty styros from uh, week one? So. Uh, anybody who's listened to more than you know five minutes of uh, of an NFL podcast that we do, Yorkshire's number one NFL podcast. Will point out. Um, anybody who's listened uh, knows that we have uh, people working behind the scenes to bring you fantastic NFL content. Um, 
one of those people is our lovely stats mistress and uh, I got her out of the cupboard and I dusted her off gave her a dusting with the old uh, with the old feather duster uh, put 50p in turn the turn the dial and off she went straight away straight off to that computer tappy 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 getting us all the juiciest stats from week one of the 2021 NFL season uh, so that people don't have to listen to my voice for the next oh, 20 minutes, I have divided up with my glamorous co-host the 16 stats. And just to be different, as it's a week one, week two kind of situation, they're not just stats, they're just in a little bit of a different format. Um, I can't, I'll just double check, um... I can't actually credit anybody other than the stats mistress. So I don't want to get into trouble if at some point somebody's like, you've nipped that. Uh, the stats mistress does go to the internet to gather the information. And if anybody has provided this information, we thank you and we give you any credit due. Uh, so, 2021 week one NFL stats number one. Seahawk quarterback Russell Wilson got off to another hot start throwing for four touchdowns and 254 yards while attempting just 23 passes. As the Seahawks opened with a road win at Indianapolis. There we go. Two. Sunday's biggest shot came out of Jacksonville. As the Hurricane Ida displaced New Orleans Saints, embarrassed the Green Bay Packers. The NFC's number one playoff seed last season, 38-3 at TIAA Bankfield. It was 16 years ago that the Saints won their opener on the road in the aftermath of destruction. Hurricane Katrina left in New Orleans. I, I obviously, you know, when you've got hurricane and then hurricane, you've got that thing of, oh, you know, that seems like just five minutes ago when it was like, oh, it's 16 years ago. Like, Jesus. Thirdly, welcome back, Dak Prescott. After 11 months off, uh, didn't expect to see you throw in 58 passes in your return, but while the Dallas Cowboys seem just fine under centre, there's new worries at kicker after Greg Zerline's rough start. Four, and this one's a long one, so strap yourselves in. Welcome back, Chandler Jones. Limited to five games in 2020 by a bicep injury, the Arizona pass rusher returned to force. Two fumbles while racking up a franchise record, tying five sacks of Tennessee Titans quarterback Ryan Tannehill. Jones's three sacks in the first quarter is a record since the NFL began officially recognising the, the statistic in 1982. Since he was drafted in 2012, Jones is the only player in the NFL to surpass 100 sacks. He now has 102 in that span. His new teammate, J.J. Watt, has 95 and a half over the same stretch. I mean, 
see previous Arizona Cardinal coming. Another welcome back to Christian McCaffrey after an all-pro effort in 2019 when he led the league with 2,392 yards. From scrimmage, McCaffrey played in just three games in 2020, but he was back in for Sunday against the New York Jets and produced 187 combined yards. Welcome back, TJ Watt. After doing next to nothing in training camp before signing his record-breaking contract extension, the Steelers' all-pro pass rusher sacked Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen twice as Pittsburgh pulled off a surprise in Western New York. Welcome back <laughs> to Jimmy Garoppolo, the San Francisco 49ers quarterback who missed 10 games in 2020, returned to the starting lineup and improved his record against new Detroit Lions quarterback Jared Goff to 4 and 0. And uh yes, yes it's another welcome back to uh to a quarterback who, he, I, I like, I like this guy, and I'm liking him more and more, and he's ma he's making me like this team. Welcome back, Joe Burrows. Two hundred and sixty-one passing yards, two touchdowns, and Joe Mixon, one hundred and fifty yards from scrimmage touchdown, who both endured injury abbreviated 2020 seasons but started for the Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday as they escaped the Minnesota Vikings in overtime. Um, I, I am very much one of those people who can sort of just go, I like that guy, so I kind of like that team. Um, and I, I'm really I'm really liking what, um, what the Bengals have got going on. Um, so much so that in a different smaller league I may I may not have drafted Joe Burrows as a quarterback Paul save these people from my voice well in keeping with the theme of the first set of stats we'll dive straight in with welcome back Von Miller who missed the entire 2020 season after injuring his ankle days before the Denver Broncos opener. He did, however, resurface on Sunday, collecting a pair of sacks in a 27-13 thumping of the New York Giants. Now, I want to say this. I really like Von Miller. But? But, when I saw him, I've seen like a couple of things over the last few days. Obviously, like seeing him at the weekend and then seeing I saw a video today of him talking on the sidelines, and I was like, should you not have retired? <laughs> it was just a bit like, do, do, you, do, you need, do you need to be here? I should have put my Von Miller jersey on for, for this conversation, but anyway. Well, if you think about it, he was, he was the number two pick in the same draft that Cam was the first pick. And Cam Newton's still kicking about, so... Is he? Oh, he'll find himself a team, don't you worry. Will he? Yes. 
Anyway. Anyway. We continue. What happened to Aaron Rodgers? Sunday's loss to the Saints when the 2020 MVP passed for just 133 yards and two interceptions has to be considered the worst performance of his brilliant career. For one day, at least, Jordan Love, five for seven and 68 yards, who made his NFL debut after Rodgers was pulled, was the the Packers' best quarterback. The Texans intercepted three passes in 2020. They intercepted Jags rookie QB Trevor Lawrence three times alone on Sunday. Whilst Lawrence, the top pick of the 2021 draft, lost his first NFL start. Now, this was the start I was going to bring up earlier. So, um, they covered it on NFL Red Zone. That is the first regular season loss that Trevor Lawrence has ever suffered in his life. So, there was a point on Red Zone where they said that it was like the first time he'd been trailing in a game in his life. I was like, what? So obviously he was yeah, so dominant you know, through his career. Regular, obviously, like he's lost, he's lost games. He's lost in like um, championship games and stuff like that with Clemson. But I think it was the first time in regular season, in a regular season game, that he'd ever been trailing. Yeah. And up until the end of the game, he'd never lost a regular season game. Um, and I found that baffling. Also, if the Chiefs hadn't have come back to win. On Sunday, that would have been the first point. That would have been the first game in Mahomes' professional career where he didn't hold a lead for at least some portion of the game. The guy's an absolute machine. Um, we we continue on with the stats. Uh, it's only one game, but who's wondering whether the Jets would have been better off keeping quarterback Sam Darnold? We got a glimpse of what the new Carolina Panthers QB could be on Sunday. His 234 passing yards before half-time marked the best half of his NFL career as he accounted for two touchdowns in a 1914 victory. Now, you know what I was saying before about like Joe Burrows and the, the Bengals? Like, you know, you can get like a situation where one player on one team can make all the difference. I had, I had very little time for Sam Darnold when he was at the Jets. I, like... You know, it's, for a start, it's the Jets. Secondly, I never thought he really lit the place on fire. But again, I really liked the look of him at the Panthers at the weekend. Speaking of Panthers, did you see that mixed reality thing that they'd done? Yeah. That was, it was cool. really weird. It was really strange. Did you see the, 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 like the, um, they had a Panther going round the stadium, this giant Panther going round the stadium. I don't know if you'd seen it. No, I um, it's obviously like it's the real stadium, and then the, the, this giant panther's like digital, and it's jumping like on the stand and stuff, and it tears off, uh, tore off the, like the flag of the Jets, jumps down onto the pitch, tears it to shreds, goes round again, and then jumps off the back of one of the stands, and it was really cool. Wow. It's like <laughs> that's the sort of thing we should be doing. I can't, I can't imagine it was cheap. But like we've got these sort of like you can do it on your phone nowadays, mixed reality stuff. So they'll 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 build it into the budget. What they, obviously they've either got eight or nine home games this season, and obviously they've decided that it's something they want to trial for 
entertainment value and stuff like that. And it's obviously it's obviously worked because they've obviously got it's it's go it's probably gone viral to an extent. Oh, absolutely. So, I I wouldn't be surprised if they have it for uh, for every home game this season. It was very very good to watch. Anyway. Um, the NFL Network reported on Sunday that the Broncos are prepared to make a substantial offer for Aaron Rodgers, assuming he's available during next season's off season. Based on what we just saw from the 2020 MVP, not to mention how very well new Denver quarterback Teddy Bridgewater played on Sunday, 264 yards and two touchdowns passing, maybe the new Broncos GM, George Patton, should reconsider his decision. Uh, just a couple more to go through. Uh, the Steelers recorded a sack in the 74th consecutive game, an NFL record. Um, I think they covered on Red Zone that there was something about an un- the unofficial sack record yeah. was seventy six or seventy eight. Uh, I missed the team that um, he said it was, so I'll have to apologise for that. But um, they've got obviously the official record, and up until they don't sack the quarterback, they will continue to set the record. Um, Bit of a bummer to see quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick suffer a hip injury in his Washington debut that landed on injured reserve. I think they've not put a time scale on his return there. I think they just said it'll be at least six weeks, but it could be longer. And he isn't getting any younger, is he? So it's probably going to take him a little bit longer to get back from, uh, from injury. I, I know that, I know, like, he's not everybody's favourite, but I got, I've got tons of time for Fitzpatrick. I, I, I think he's great. I saw him do an interview pre-season interview and the interviewer started with can i just say your hair and beard is amazing and then just launched straight into the interview and i was like i mean that's how that's how it should be done and he was just you could just tell 16 years he's been doing it and he was having a whale of a time so it's sad anytime anybody gets injured it's, it's sad to see even if it is Dak prescott but um yeah, stuff stuff like that. It's like, oh man, week one and yeah, you know. There's like, it, always, it always happens. You always see at least one like big name player go down with an injury in week one that robs him of multiple weeks of the season. It's just unfortunate. It was Fitz Magic this time. And last start of the week. New Orleans Saints, new quarterback, Jameis Winston, is your NFL passing touchdown leader with not one, not two, not three, not four, but five passing touchdowns, ladies and gentlemen, and what's more, zero in the interceptions column. Now, I know you're thinking, that probably means he's throwing five interceptions this week. (laughs) <laughs> and not touchdowns just to level himself off but I think we've uh, let's let's just hope we've seen the back of interception machine Jameis Winston he ran for some yards he, as well though, he, didn't yeah. he yeah, you did. see the highlights of that yeah. game he, he, uh, he was played out of his skin yeah the stormer yeah he did certainly did he really so there we go stats Done and dusted. What you got? What's next? Well, I think the only thing we've got left to cover really is the uh, the week two games mm. and a uh, little bit of fantasy talk. So it's just up to you whether what you want to what you want to end with. 
let's talk fantasy. Let's get let's get the fantasy stuff done. Um, it's no secret to anybody that uh, if you're in a fantasy league, chances are you're in more than one. I know Paul. Paul's been you know been in fantasy leagues since he was a wee nipper. Um, short trousers. Yeah. Indeed. Um, weirdly, something that I thought was weird anyway. Myself and Rob played each other this week. Or this week gone in the mini league, and uh, one of us walked away victorious from that. Weirdly, in the big league, me and Rob are playing each other this week. Uh, as previously mentioned, uh, JFG did get an invite to come on the podcast this week uh, to make up for uh, uh, the the insult podcast insult from last week where he should have been on then uh he is uh unavailable this evening as he's i believe the words are gallivanting uh the other person who should be here uh apparently can only do one job and that job is the stats mistress job she is unable to attend as she is looking after the four-legged fiend so this is our fantasy lineup as it runs across me versus Rob, Paul versus the stats mistress. It's week two though. Week one is it's gone. Can't get it back. Nothing you can do about it. I have to put that to bed. Um, Rob will be facing very similar players on my team as he faced last week. On my bench. Yeah. Paul, did you ever win last week? Sadly, I did not. I came up against the uh, the juggernaut that is the Patrick Mahomes Travis Kelsey duo. So that accounted for forty eight of James's hundred and one points. Wow. So I feel I feel it's only right that I should remove those points from his total. I think it's justified. That's fine. If you're adjusting some um, points, I can think of another team that you could change some points for. Congratulations <laughs> to you, Stuart Woodmancy, who I will yeah. see, who I will be seeing tomorrow evening for a much, much different podcast. Definitely not football based. Um yeah, congrats to, to Stu and his what is quite dominant team? Um, I don't want to. I don't want to say, but early reports say a team to beat. Uh, yeah. Week one. It's week one. They always throw weird week one. Week one. Week one's yeah. weird. Um, you win nothing in week one. Nobody's winning in week one. That is true. Um, so. I've had I've had defence issues, namely dropping a defence, leaving a defence on the bench, picking up a defence, and as we know, what happens when that 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 series of events happens? The one you drop, I imagine they did well. I couldn't bring myself to look. The one you put on the bench does really well, and the one that you put in your lineup does. Not great. 
Uh, I also had some zeros and some uh, some ones. Luckily for me, I didn't have the minus one in the lineup. Uh, so yeah, there's that. I'm going to try and avoid things like that this week, and you know, put the the, the right players in if that's even a thing. Paul, what's your uh, strategy for taking down the stats mistress? Um, pray. How many quarterbacks has she got this year? Nine. You are. How many quarterbacks has she got this year? Nine. I can only imagine she's got a fair number. Let's have a look. What she? Uh, we we totally glossed over the fact that we had uh, the lesser spotted draw in fantasy this week. Yes, we did. She t- she told me that she needed uh, Jacobs. Was it? Yeah, Josh Jacobs, she needed to get 15 points to draw with uh, Philip Walls. And she, in fact, got 15 points to get a draw with Philip Walls. Most unheard of, but yeah. Uh, I'm just looking at the fact that she's got uh, Ryan Tannehill in a quarterback. I mean... I mean, it's the... Considering that her backup on the bench is Mac Jones, she's not exactly stacked at QB. I was just about to say, I can't actually see who her... Oh, no, it's Mac Jones. Oh, dear. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll offer to trade her... Um, your favourite. I'll send her the, the point machine, I think I called him, didn't I? Matt Ryan. With his whopping six points. Six points for a quarterback. It's could be worse. He could have started Aaron Rodgers, couldn't he, Rob? He could have done, yeah. I think I got the lowest score, was it, of the week in the big league? I heard a rumour. I, yeah. I didn't want to dwell on it, but I did hear a rumour that that might have been a thing. Um, at the end of the day, there are, if I was in a situation where I had Aaron Rodgers, there are few quarterbacks I would want to start ahead of Aaron Rodgers week in, week out. I, I Obviously, we haven't really touched on it, but I've seen that there are a lot of uh, conspiracy theories going on. Not something the NFL are wildly known for. Conspiracy theories, but there are a lot of conspiracy theories flying around about what was actually going on in the Packers game, whether it was just about the fact that uh, Aaron Rodgers is apparently looking for a trade and apparently prepared to do whatever it takes to get that trade. Um, Whatever. Who knows? Who knows? Rob, do you do you fancy telling me what your sort of strategy for the weekend will be, team wise, <laughs> so that I can maybe? I think I I can't remember, but I think I've put in a request for a player. I think my strategy this week is going to be the same as last week. Beat you! <laughs> wow, you have him in studio, and he starts yeah. throwing bombs like that. Gotta <sighs> be positive. Yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow, yeah. phrase, tomorrow phrase from the football podcast 
as you're in the room, does it that, that does that mean you have to give you some points? I hope so. Never. I'm freaking freaking defense. That's where I'm struggling. Defense. I don't feel like I don't feel like the points are correctly calculated for defense. So you can't really get a feel for them. Um. Yeah, I, I can't bring myself to look at what the Browns defense did in, in week one because I think I'll be sad. Or didn't do. Part of me has started to contemplate the just not playing a defense. <sighs> I do you know something? I had a similar thought in the last week. I I started to wonder whether it would actually be a detriment to not play a defense. Because obviously, a defense defense is the highest probability of minus points of all of the positions. Next, obviously, next on the list would be your kickers, and then I think probably you're looking like running back, quarterbacks, whole positions like that. But defense, time and again, is where you're going to end up with like minus points, which is going to obviously affect your overall score. How many how many times in a fantasy week have you been in a situation where you've been like, oh, I should have had this, but because of my effing defence, I've got less. <clears throat> anyway, fantasy football aside, let's talk actual, real-life, salt-of-the-earth, American football. Week two, um, I've already given Paul my picks for him to laugh at, wholeheartedly laugh at. I have, uh, I've got them uh, loaded up nicely in the pickums. Um, each week, ladies and gentlemen, is a situation where we get our fantasy opponents. I don't know what this is doing. Oh, so close. Yeah, nice one. Cheers for that. Uh, we are our fantasy opponents to come on and to offer up as the guest their picks for the upcoming games. They go up against myself and Paul uh, and see who comes out. So the guest has a combined. So in the case of last week where there was two guest predictions, uh, if one of those two people have won, then the guest gets a point. Otherwise, as an actual fact, Paul won the week, he gets the point over the course of the season. Myself and Paul are going up against the guest to see if we can win or if the guest, the combined guest, can take it. I believe last year, both myself and Paul were absolutely dominated by the stats mistress. Both in fancy football and in the bedroom. So, let's look at what I've got, but more importantly, Paul, Rob's got some picks for So, we begin the week in Washington with the football team. The New York Giants are travelling over to Maryland to have a little game of football. Rob, who are you picking to get the win? I'm going to pick the Giants this week. 
Going with the G-Men. I think Sterling Shepard's going to have a stormer. Yeah, it could, yeah, it could go. So, yeah. Rob definitely agrees with Mr. Cook. Hmm. I, myself, personally, have gone with the Washington football team to get things done at home. Obviously, it didn't work for them this last Sunday, but they were up against a, a, a tougher opposition, so... With it playing the charges, yeah, you can't you can't legislate for playing against the charges. Can you? Um, so next up, we have the Houston Texans traveling to Cleveland to take on the Browns. Browns, home win. Yep, you and me are on the same wavelength there. Uh, whereas Andy, uh, as 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 has obviously got the Texans to go 17-0 and this season, apparently. They can do it. You're just thinking that Tyron's the man, yeah? Um, so, me and the stats ministers were having this conversation uh, because it came up on Red Zone or it came by the, the commentary in the game. Um, it was Tyrod or Tyrod, whichever you prefer. So then me and Leon just started firing out different versions of... Tyrod, Tyrod, to read, um, but yeah, I think uh, I think Tyrod's gonna gonna get it done. Next up, we have the New England Patriots traveling to New York to take on the Jets. As much as I like to say it, New England, the Patriots will get it's that. A, Jets. It's a clean. It's a clean Patriot Pat sweep, unfortunately, for uh, all you fans out there. All three of us have gone for uh, Big Mac to get his first big bite. So, no surprises there. Uh, Next up, we have the Denver Broncos travelling to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. Broncos. So another clean sweep, ladies and gentlemen. We've all gone for Denver to carry on their winning ways. Uh, next up, we have the Buffalo Bills travelling to Miami to take on the Dolphins. I'm not sure on this one, but I've just got a funny feeling the Bills might sneak it. Even yeah, that's a really good start. Third, yeah, it's a third clean sweep in a row. I think last last week was a bit bit of an anomaly for me. I don't think the I think on. Another day, the Bills would have had too much for the Steelers there, but yeah, I think the uh, I think the Bills will come through in that one. Next up, we've got the uh, San Francisco 49ers travelling to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. 49ers. Again, it's another clean sweep, but given how badly they ended the game against Detroit, I wouldn't be surprised if that game is closer than people think. Um, but again, we have all gone for the 49ers. Um, next up, we've got the LA Rams travelling to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. Indianapolis. Ooh, got a difference of opinion there. Yeah, me and Andy have both gone for the Rams to continue their good start, whereas uh, Mr. Rafton has picked the Colts. Uh, next up, we've got the Las Vegas Raiders. Against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers. We're back to the clean sweeps. 
Yeah, I just don't think I don't think the I don't think the Raiders are going to travel very well for some reason this season. So uh, next up, we've got the Bengals at Chicago to travel uh, to take on the Bears. Bengals. What you and Andy are in agreement there. <clears throat> I think the Bears might bounce back. Was it the one. Bears game that they basically didn't show on Red Zone this week, where they were just like at one point they were like, "Yeah, we haven't really been to this game because." Nothing has happened, and then they just went away no. and basically never. The Bears, went back. the Bears played the Rams on Sunday Night Football. There was there was one game where very little happened. It was the Broncos. They didn't go to the Broncos Giants for basically the entirety of the first quarter because nothing happened. I just remember at some point somebody was like, um, "We haven't been to this game because." Nothing's happened. Uh, next up, we have the New Orleans Saints travelling to Carolina to face the Panthers. I think the Panthers might sneak this one. Ooh, That's probably against what you guys are probably thinking, but I think McCaffrey... I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't be surprised uh, if he had another big game. I mean, they, they they brought up his stats the other day. Like I think it was something ridiculous. Like he had he had nearly a hundred yards, both receiving and rushing again. Because again, he's just he's just a ridiculous human being. There was a point. There was a point in that game where they brought up his stats versus other teams, and he had. More yards than other teams at one point. That happened. In, that happened in the football on Sunday. Um, they showed up a stat when it was Liverpool versus Leeds. Um, in total in the game, Leeds had nine shots, not on target, just shots in the game. Um, Sadio Mane had ten, <laughs> so he had more chances than an entire team. Same amount as Burrow had last season. That is outrageous. Uh, next up, we have everyone's favourite team and everyone's favourite quarterback, uh, the Minnesota Vikings, travelling to Arizona to take on the Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah, buddy. That's the... Uh, I know you can't really say that anything's a banker in the NFL, but that would be... If I had, if I had a... If I had to put a large sum of cash on a on a game that I felt that the the, uh, the result was absolutely nailed on, it would be that one. But that's just me, and obviously I say that because I despise Kirk Cousins. So really, any chance to just bad mouth him is perfectly all right with me. And let's be honest, if he's if he's uh, if he's not happy with it, he can go cry in his little perspex box, can't he? So. <laughs> um. Next up, we have the Atlanta Falcons at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Don't like to say it, but Buccaneers. Yeah, I mean, in hindsight, can I have that money back from the Cardinals win and put it on the books, please? Because I think that's even safer. Um, surprise, surprise, we've all gone for the books. Uh, just a few, the last four to go through now. So we have the Tennessee Titans at the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks all the way. Yeah. 
surprise, surprise, we've all gone for that as well. Um, the Dallas Cowboys at the LA Chargers. There you go, Cowboys. You're not alone there, Rob. We've actually all gone for the Cowboys on that one, which surprised me somewhat, mainly for myself, because I just like Justin Herbert. So I don't know why I haven't picked him. Justin Herbert. I struggled with this one. With this one. I'm sure we can guess why. Um, but I, uh, as, as you've said, I also went with the Cowboys. It was a difficult choice for me. Um, yeah. But yeah. Sneaky, sneaky, uh, sneaky pick for uh, game of the week. That could be for me actually. Bit of a shootout. Uh, last two. Um, probably the game of the week on paper. The Kansas City Chiefs at the Baltimore Ravens. Kansas. I'll back them yeah. for the season. So yeah. Again, we've all picked the Chiefs. Um, I think it'll be close, though. Obviously. Back-to-back um, AFC North games for Kansas. They struggled at home against the Browns until the fourth quarter, so will we see something similar when they go up to Baltimore to take on the Ravens? Who knows? Uh, and last but not least, the Monday Night Football from next week will be the Detroit Lions at the raggy as fuck Green Bay Packers. Packers, they're back home at Lambeau. If only yeah. it could snow. Yeah. But maybe not. Can anyone else there. spell double digit win? Say I think the uh, I think the Lions could be on for a bit of a hiding in that one, to be honest with you. I actually struggled with this pick. This was no, you one did not. I looked at and I thought Is it gonna send even more of a statement if he tanks this game? Home field and all that? That's if you believe the conspiracies, obviously. That, ladies and gentlemen, brings us to the end of the week two predictions gear picks. I mean, it's it's practically the Super Bowl already. That's how fast it's going. I mean, what is this all about? You don't you don't look at it as um, one week gone, do you? You look at it as, as um, one week less or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I'm already, I'm already like, I can feel my heart going like, oh my god, the season's nearly over. It's such a, it's such a, 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 a happy and sad time. It's like a, it's like a weird sandwich where one slice of bread's happiness and one slice of bread's sadness, and in the middle is red zone, and you just push it together like that. Nom, 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 nom. I believe, as the saying goes, the season doesn't even start until Thanksgiving, so don't worry. And there'll be that point in the season where, um, on Red Zone, Scott Hansus ruins everyone's week by telling us the the, uh, the exact point where they'll have played more than half of the games of the season. So, they'll be like, yeah, it's all downhill from here, lads. Yeah. He's practising that line right now. At yeah. home. In the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, there you go. That That's another week. Done and dusted, tied up with a nice pretty little bow on top. Perfect. So, all that's left here is to ask if anybody's got any other business. See, this would have been the point in time to do the Arizona Cardinals thing. Or the Bengals thing. 
for the Panthers thing. Uh, speaking of Panthers, if anybody didn't see it, like Rob, uh, I've, I've, whilst we've been sat here showing him the uh, mixed reality thing, I'll certainly be looking out for those in the future. I do wonder if, because I mean, like like you were saying, that's probably blown up quite a bit, so I do wonder if any teams at this point are scrambling to get something similar going. Um, who knows? But yeah, I'll certainly be looking out for more of that. Um if there's nothing else, just leave me to say good luck to you for the week. And good luck to you, sir. And good luck to all of the fancy football players out there who will be enjoying Sunday beers, barbecue, and I wanted something else that I'd like a B. Ball games. Ball games. Uh... Thanks for our in-studio podcast guest. Thank you to uh, Paul for helping me, as always, to get through the uh, the difficult task of letting everybody know what's going on in the NFL season, all, all the way over the other side of the pond. Um, so that's it for this week. We will catch you guys later. Thank you all very much. So there we go, what do you think of that? Big thank you to Rob for making the trip over and being our in-studio guest. Big thank you to Paul for helping me get you guys through this week's NFL podcast. If you're checking us out on YouTube or SoundCloud or iTunes, if you could subscribe, that would be amazing. You can also jump over to our website, thecookiecast.com. We've got social media links there and there's even a button where you can drop us an email. Let us know how you're getting on. Tell us what picks you've got for the week. So there we go. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye!